gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Wingstop. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. It's a brand new day here in Husker football as uh, the press conference. Uh, I think they still got maybe players at the podium. Maybe it's wrapping up, but we can go over some of what was said there. It's time to move on. We're, we're done reacting on Monday. It's Tuesday. Rico, I know your plan was to, to move on today. Yep. Uh, are you still kind of feeling that way? Yep. Monday was for anger and, and overreaction and all of that. Tuesday is to look back and uh, see what we can what we can learn from this game, whether it be good or bad. Uh, see what we can learn and see what Nebraska did well that they can carry over to the next game and, and to the rest of the season. Well, there's that, or Scott Frost usually puts his foot in his mouth, so maybe there's something that he said <laughs> Yeah, but usually that's conference. on a Monday. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so usually that's Monday. Now, this week it's Tuesday, so we'll go over some of the press conference uh, clippings. Right before we get to that, it's also uh, the day for the NFL teams to make their roster cuts down to 53. Uh, so just some updates uh, for former Huskers as we're looking at in the NFL. Ben Stilley cut by the Dolphins. A lot of these guys might make practice squads. Austin Allen cut by the Giants. That one probably hurts additionally because you might have been able to get Austin Allen back. Uh, <laughs> Divina Zigbo cut by the Broncos. After Steelers. being picked up from the Saints. Yeah, yeah. He's probably going to find him way, his way on a practice squad somewhere. Uh, Steelers also cutting Carlos and Khalil Davis. That's not mm. a good day for the Davis fan. Brother cut. Yeah. Twin cut, in fact. We'll, we'll see if, if they can stick on a practice squad. By the way, on the Dolphins note, too, Skylar Thompson made their roster. Mm. Interesting. He's had a pretty good preseason. A little extra drama for Adrian Martinez getting things going He's there. He's had Kansas a pretty State. good preseason. <laughs> and oh, yeah, he is a former Kansas State yeah, quarterback. That's an what NFL quarterback Adrian hmm. has to replace. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> he did the same thing when he when he came here and replaced yeah, he uh, Tanner, Tanner Lee. Lee yeah, yeah. sixth round pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kept the streak alive. What's the streak? Well, it's dead now. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. streak of Huskers getting drafted. That's it, right. He it did, died after yeah. Tanner Lee. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, but hopefully it will be going a, lo- a lot much further here. Uh, let's jump into some of the, the, the quotes. Again, we will have more of them throughout the day as far as you know, hearing it from the guys. But uh, we were able to obviously follow along on Twitter. And I know, Rico, you watched a, a, a lot of it. Um, so we'll, I'll run down what I thought was kind of interesting coming out of it. Um, first of all, as far as an injury, I mean, ultimately just kind of the player. Uh, there's several players of interest uh, coming out of that game. Why didn't they play? Who's hurt? All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Vokalek, day-to-day with an ankle injury. So, thank goodness, nothing much more um, should be ready to go by this week or next week. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't think that you would absolutely need him for this week. Omar Manning practiced today. Yeah, full practice participant. So, we'll see. Hopefully, I don't know what was going on, if it was an injury that cleared itself up or what. But hopefully, he's healthy enough to go. This Saturday, so we can see what a full-strength wide receiver room looks like. Uh, Gabe Irvin, healthy, ready to go? Yep, Gabe Irvin's ready to go. Um, Ramir Johnson is is said to need to get more involved in in the offensive side of things he well, was kind of splitting yeah he was kind of <laughs> splitting time between outside being you know a receiver and being a running back and they said he kind of got stuck in between both of those and 
he Scott Frost said that they need to get him more involved uh, in in either aspect. He just needs to be involved somehow in the offense. And uh, I agree. I think I think involving Ramir Johnson, whether that be as a wide receiver, as a running back, however you decide to get him involved, is very important because you saw what he was able to give you last year. Uh, at and after the Oklahoma game following running back injuries. You know, he wasn't the starter. He was fifth string. And just as a running back, he's I, – I can't speak for, you know, Anthony Grant or much for Gabe Irvin, but I would say that Ramir Johnson is probably one of the better receiving running backs that Nebraska has and one of the better pass protectors that they have as well. Yeah, and they, they've, they've, they've got no idea what they're doing at running back. They released their depth chart uh, today, and it's listed Anthony Grant or, or A.J. Allen or, or Gabe Irvin or Ramir Johnson or Jacques Yant. They have or. five stars there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at some point, you got to narrow it down. Um, were they impressed with Anthony Grant? A.J. Allen did get a, a few. I, I mean, I was impressed with Anthony name. Grant. I think Anthony Grant did a really good job, and, and it was something that Scott Frost spoke about, you know, the offensive line where the running backs were getting hit you know, behind the offensive line multiple times when they got the rock and Anthony Grant was able to turn nothing into something multiple times. He'd get hit in the backfield and turn it into a three-yard gain. If he doesn't get hit, who's, how far does he go? You know, I mean, we don't know. But yeah. you saw his 46-yard yeah. run. Uh, if he's able to do that, he, he's able to make people miss in the open field on a couple of receptions. You know, if you can get the offensive line to block better for him, you never know. Don't they... touch those. Don't uh -oh, touch those. Uh -oh. No, those are for the, the happy the hour. Those are for us. Those are sweet things by Marcy Pine. He's cutting into it. Wow. He's easy to eat some of it. Wow. Uh. <laughs> wow. But I was glad to see them stick to the run enough. And That's give, our sponsor pie. Give Anthony Grant 19 carries That's there. our sponsorship pie. What are you hey, doing? Hey, listen. They say ask for. Uh, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> there he goes. VJ's yeah, I'm going to ask for forgiveness pie. after I steal your dog. <laughs> Thanks, Sweets by Marcy. Sweet Things by Marcy. Sweet Things by Marcy. Shout out to the Sweet Potato Pie by Marcy. <laughs> Whatever, man. Stealing our You guys pies. didn't need that whole pie. I mean, we weren't going to eat it. DP was going to join us in there. You could join us as well if you want. Oh, Sweet Potato oh, Pie. pretty good. Pecan pie. If Mark's here, he can join. Whoever wants to can join us, but it was supposed to wait until the happy hour. If there's enough left over. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to eat half of it. This um, guy. But nothing really else. They, they did release the depth chart today. I don't think anything else really stood out to me. Um, you know, they did have at least the unofficial kind of graphic going into the game. They had uh, Caleb Tanner and Oshan Mathis as like slash, you know, starters. Yeah. Um, they did clean that up. They have Caleb Tanner now as the, not only the starter, but the only player at uh, S light linebacker was strong side strong linebacker, side linebacker I, I don't know <laughs> sam linebacker you know yeah. i mean same same thing whatever it is um but uh, now oshan mathis the clear started there at ed there we go um but uh yeah nothing else really stood out to me you know i was actually kind of impressed and i haven't heard a lot of people say this isaac Givard and chris kalarovich i isaac, thought they played pretty well so two different players right. isaac gifford in coverage was fantastic Chris Kalarovich coming up and making hits in the running game or the, the little screen passes at Northwestern had every once in a while. Fantastic at coming up and making hits. That, 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 so I, I, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know if they switch them in and out depending on the down and distance. Yeah. But that nickel spot, like I said before, you have three, two guys who are probably, you know, 
one of them is better in one aspect of the nickel position, like coverage for Isaac Gifford, yeah. tackling for Chris Kolarovich. So instead of having one Jojo Doman at that nickel spot, you're going to have you know two or three guys swapping in and out depending on the down and distance. And I thought it worked out pretty well for both of them. Yeah, and they're listed as uh, as co-starters too, the or on the depth chart as or, well. Um, I just I can't believe they have five running backs that or, they, they've got ors on. Um, I was. I can't be the only one. I was surprised AJ Allen played. Right. Like well, I was surprised. Not that, shocked. Surprised. I was surprised. Because you had heard well, things in camp that maybe he was going to well, be in the mix. I, no, I know that. But you had you Anthony Grant, Ramir Johnson, Jacques Yant, Gabe Irvin. Like you, you had four guys. Well, three guys who played last year, and a guy, the number one JUCO running back from uh, New Mexico Military Institute. Of technology. Yeah, nice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you add a little bit there. I don't know. It's I very, think you were doing it's, well. It's very sure. long. I'm not actually sure. New Mexico Military Institute, something Juco. like that. Juco. Yeah, a yeah. Juco. Um, you had Anthony Grant there. So I was surprised that, at, you know, after those four, that you got the true freshman in the game. I mean, maybe he's been extremely impressive in camp. Like you said, we've heard a lot. But just to see him actually get in the game and get some carries and not see Ramir Johnson at all or Gabe Irvin at all. Um, that was that was what was surprising to me. And you also wonder, too, and, and I, this is just speculation, but it, it runs along with the first game of the season. Um, guys not getting snaps, guys, you know, sometimes that could be some offseason stuff. Just keep it internal. Yeah. You know, don't have to make a big deal out of it, but that's why this guy played over that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if that kind of changes this upcoming week, and, and if it does, if the questions will follow that, because, <laughs> um, you know, I just I find it, Shocking. And Ramir played special teams, played pretty well, actually. I think Gabe did teams. as well. Did Gabe? Yeah, I think Gabe was all, on the Gabe. kickoff team. I think. Okay. I could be wrong. Um, but that, I mean, for him not to get a touch feels off. And I and I understand he's stuck between wide receiver and running back. That's w- with one of your top returning guys. And really, you don't have a whole lot of returning guys. If that's truly what's happening, like, that's just mismanagement. You, you took a guy that, that you could rely on and put him, you know, in this floating position. Well, if he's in this floating position, it's like the nickel. Okay, is it is a floating position that's like game planned in, you're going to get him involved, or does it mean we think he could be, you know, he's we're just going to have him work out in both, and, and instead of being this second best running back or the third best wide receiver, whatever it would line up being, he's just fifth on both spots on the depth chart. Yeah. That's, if that's what happened... That's awful for Ramirez. That doesn't make any sense. That's bad for, coaching. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense for a guy that started the last three quarters of the season right. for you last year. Um, and a guy know, you can rely on. That's what I think they yeah, need more than anything. Who it, are they going to turn to? No, they're not going to drop it. They're not going to fumble it. And not that Ramirez is, you know, is that much, but he's the most proven yeah. guy that, uh, you, he, that he, you rely yeah, on. Yeah, he has his own faults, but... Like you said, he's he's one of the more reliable ones because you saw it last year. You, he he had all those carries, he had all those catches, he had you know amazing blocks in the past game. So it's a guy that you know pretty much what you're going to get from him every time. And to not see him involved, it's it. I, I wonder how the questions or what the questions will be uh, if they win this game. Ramir Johnson and Gabe Irvin are heavily involved, and they show out. Like if those two go out onto the field. And have an amazing game. Like what? What are the questions that follow? Yeah. Well, and there's there's a few responses off the text line. Um, Jim referring to a uh, a rumor that almost everybody's probably heard by yeah, now. Yeah, not talking that, about that, it. That we're not going to because we don't know. We don't know if it's true. Um, but it has been a, a prominent rumor. Um, 
Also off the text line, someone says, wasn't Ramirez featured in promo commercials leading up to the game? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Which was also an odd choice, I will say, to begin with. Um, but they well, did. he's the, the most ex- experienced <laughs> on the offense. He was on all of the, like, the preseason magazines, too. It's because yeah. there's no returning guy he's, on offense he was your starting. Yeah, he was your starting running back for three quarters of the season. You don't have your quarterback. You don't feature offensive linemen. Uh, your wide receivers, I guess your most experienced wide receiver would have been Omar Manning. Right. But he's, you know, hit or miss here and there. Played less than Ramirez did. Yeah. Travis <laughs> Travis Vokalek, you know, is, yeah. is a returning quote-unquote starter since you had two tight ends every once in a while. Um, but you didn't get to see him all that much last year because he was I hurt for the first half of the season. Even Casey Thompson in, in the Nebraska spring game uniform would have been better to feature. It would have been green, though. Well, either way, though, I, I think that, like – if you didn't have action shots of him in an actual. You would have had action shots of him in a practice jersey, which is green. You didn't I'm not have action shots. shots. It's just the 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 promo where it's just the picture of yeah. the two guys. They did use Ramir, and I'm thinking, you know, and I, I, it's again no knock against Ramir. He was on all the preseason magazines. I get that, and I understand. There's just not a whole lot, but he ran for like 400 yards last. 500. Year. It was less than 500. <laughs> uh, but so I, I was just, I was kind of surprised. By the way. This was a major success as far as the rating went. They got 4.42 million uh, viewers, which was one of the top viewed games of Nebraska um, for, for several years. That not not is, the top, but one of the yeah, top. That is a lot of people watching yeah. that, that game. Because it <laughs> opens up college football. It was awesome. It's a, it's a, I, it, is, I, it is awesome, but it is also kind of not awesome i know but people i see that too is like nebraska's never gonna play weeks it's not week zero's fault scott no. frost is one and four in openers only two of those are in week zero i guess there's a better winning percentage but if they played south alabama in week zero they might have got a win they might have won <laughs> so but i don't know if anybody's tuning in to watch south alabama and nebraska but that's my point is week zero is perfect and i i wish nebraska would make a tradition of it almost anybody can to spotlight your team kind of like Opening college football. Mm-hmm. It's like Black Friday for us for several years was was like yeah. this is Nebraska's day. This 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 is I, re- I every year I can think of this week zero kind of owned by Hawaii right now. Somebody else bit. could take this Hawaii stuff. and Vanderbilt. Shout yeah. out Vanderbilt. Well, Vanderbilt <laughs> killed them. Yeah. Uh, but the problem with playing week zero for Nebraska is they are never going to give up a home game. That's not that's not going to happen if you unless it's week zero at home. They're not going to give up a home game. So you have to find a team who would be okay. You know, if you want to play neutral side or if you want to, you know, go over to Ireland or Germany or whatever the heck you want to play, Mexico City, I don't care. Um, (laughs) Wherever you want to go to play a game, you have to find a team that's willing to give up a home game unless Nebraska makes a tradition of playing Week Zero at Memorial Stadium. Because, again, they're not giving that up because the the money brought in from home games is way too much to give up to play somewhere else. That's why Nebraska will never be the home team for a neutral site game in the regular season. Absolutely not, but I mean that's that's why you look at your 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 Northwest conference opponents, your Illinois, your, your Rutgers, your Indiana. Yeah. They're all they're all ready for Friday night games. Or yeah, nobody else games. will. No, what? <laughs> let me see. Will. Illinois, Northwestern, Indiana, Rutgers. You might get Purdue in there. On a Ma- on Maryland, year. yeah, Maryland. maybe the others won't. <laughs> no, probably not. Well, I mean Ohio State might just because. Well, no, not unless yeah. Nebraska gets back to prominence. Ohio State will play like Alabama or Texas or somebody neutral site. On a week zero. Oh, on a neutral Not week site zero. No, no neutral yeah. site. That's well, what. I don't know yeah. about a week, a week one neutral site. That's what they do. <laughs> we'll continue to break down more of the press conference today, let you know what's kind of going on there. Uh, and uh, you guys got some thoughts as well. We'll do all that. Coming up next year on the Ticket Water Cooler, 93.7 The Ticket.